Let's go. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 Yep. Hey. Make me better, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to Do It Like the Doc Zach. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Hey, look, thank you. Like, look, we got all dressed up. Look, Dr. Rika, y'all, absolutely. Look at her. She's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank y'all so much. First, very first episode, we all dressed up. We dolled up for y'all. Welcome to the Doctor's Lounge. We're here to do it like the doctors. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. Have a seat. Look, everybody can have a seat right now. Like, look, we got to get the show started. We got a long show. We got a lot for you today. We, we truly appreciate that. Thank you so much. So good day, good people. Welcome to Do It Like the Doctors. I am Dr. Carlos. This is my lovely co-host, Dr. Rika. Yes, she's my wife. Yes, she's my queen. Yes, she's my everything. And we're about to take you on a journey with our very first episode. Number one, hood to the hood. So a lot of people are like, what does that even mean? So we're going to tell you, we come from humble beginnings. We grew up in the hood. Let's just straight up say that. And then when you achieve a graduate degree, such as a master's or doctorate, you become hooded. So if you look on our regalia on the back, that is called a hood. So catchy little old something coming from the hood to the hood. And so that was something cool that we thought about. Super excited about being the first doctors in our entire family's history. So what we wanted to do is start off our podcast series by telling you our story. We'll talk about our trials, our tribulations, our triumphs, our thoughts, our talents, our teachings, all of these, the six T's that we're going to talk about throughout our entire podcast episodes. So we're talking about season one. Our story is your story. So as you can see on the screen, we got 20 different episodes that we're going to pour into you and let you know about our life. And that's why we want to tell you our story first, because you might be like, why do I even want to do it like the doctors? You know what I mean? <laughs> Who should, why should I even follow y'all? I get it. We get it. We understand. So we want to tell you just really our upbringing and hopefully you want to follow us and, and, and chime in and take some of our expertise. We're giving it to you for free. Right. So we're going to tell that in this episode from the hood to the hood. Right. Cool. Now we're going to let ladies go first. Dr. Rika, give her a round of applause, people. Dr. Rika's going to go first. Give her a drum roll as well. <laughs> Dr. Rika is an amazing person. She got an amazing story. My queen, I love hearing her story. Now you get to hear her story. So let's see what Dr. Rika got going. Give her a round of applause again. Come on, give it to her, people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, man. Yeah, you my boo. You my boo. I love you. Hearts, right? People cheesy. All right, here's Dr. Rika. Check her out, y'all. Hey, hey y'all, how are you doing? My name is Dr. Rika Robinson, Rika D. Robinson, and that is for Debrielle. It is such a pleasure to be here with, with you all. And um, as Dr. Carlos mentioned, just being able to share our stories and dive in deeper, kind of share, share with you our lives and just kind of how we got to where we are. Jumping into my childhood, I was born and raised excuse me, I'm sorry, I was born actually on the northeast side of Oklahoma City. And then that was my early, early ages, kind of spent my early ages. And then when it was time to kind of transition into school, start participation in the in the school, we moved to the southwest side of Oklahoma City. I went to, <clears throat> excuse me, Heronville Elementary, Roosevelt Middle School and Southeast High School. Uh, my 
middle school experience was actually a little bit a little bit tricky and unique in itself about got accepted to northeast academy was very very excited for those of you that are in the city you probably know and familiar with northeast academy guys got accepted was super excited to go especially being on the southwest southwest side of oklahoma city there was special busing everything to take place well, fast forward to the first day of school, <laughs> first day of middle school, they decided to cut the, the the unique and extra busing that came to the southwest side of Oklahoma City. So wow. in that instance, on the very first day of school, my mom was kind of rushing around trying to figure out, okay, what are we going to do? Because you're not going to be able to go to Northeast anymore. So found the school in our district, Roosevelt Middle School. That's where I attended middle school, sixth grade through eighth grade. Southeast High School went there, as I mentioned. And then just overall, my childhood, it set the trajectory for my life. I I'm, was the oldest and the oldest. And just overall, I had to grow up very quickly and learn valuable insight and just knowledge on how to just maneuver throughout life and accomplish overall success. Nice. Which actually brings me to my family. Nice. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> Brings me to my family here, who's actually key individuals that set the foundation for my life and provided significant attributes just within their experiences and who they are and how I set the tone and define my path. My mom, you know, first forever friend, actually the individual that set me up for success initially, just always communicated, no matter what, always set yourself up for success in all facets. And still that strength and that knowledge and that guidance, just that overall unconditional love early on. My dad, just with his experiences and his life path, kind of gave me that, that overall definition and understanding of no matter the cards you were dealt, just continue to persevere and keep pressing. Yeah. Uh, my sister, as I mentioned, I'm the oldest, so my little sister. Um, I had to grow up very, very fast just in light of having to be that extra individual to take care of my sister coming from a single family household. Uh, my mom, she did everything in her power to ensure that we were equipped with what we needed to, what we needed to have, and she strived to provide us um, with all of the things that we needed resources, the needs, and even some of the wants. She accomplished that um, diligently. Love it. With my sister, back to my sister, it was um, it was in that aspect of being the big sister where I had to realize that I was, I was this individual's role model. I had to kind of wrap my head around being the purpose, being that individual that to help her set her tone and accomplish the things that she needed to accomplish and maneuver through life. So with my sister, uh, she instilled in me just that aspect of a role model, purpose. And then my grandmothers. Hmm. My grandmothers were and still is like the true angels that carry me throughout my life for about, I want to say it was probably about when I was seven or maybe eight years I was the only grandchild on both sides of the family for a while. Little Mama Rika. <laughs> oh, not Little Mama Rika. Let's not bring her out. <laughs> but being a part or being um, being the oldest on both sides of the family 
uh, provided me with the opportunity to just develop these strong relationships with my grandmothers. Greatly appreciated who they were because they always brought that sense of authenticity, genuineness, faithfulness, and just that that love and, and genuine care. It's very, very hard to find that nowadays. And I greatly appreciated that for my grandmothers. And just being in their worlds around that age, it just gave me the opportunity to just build a strong foundation with them, but also just to gain that insight of, hey, um, as they always say, you have an old soul. And I again, I had to grow up very, very quickly. So this continues and still to this day, resonates with me and just the qualities that they passed on and building those relationships early on. Um, both of them always, always, I have a ladybug on the screen, always and kind of painted that picture for me to let me know that like I was a ladybug. And if you know who I am, I, I absolutely love ladybugs. And this is actually where it came from. My grandmother, grandmother yeah. told me, you're a ladybug. And defining that, just the way ladybugs carry themselves, their class, their elegance, their uniqueness, and then above that, just their calmness, no matter the situation. So greatly appreciate just the family structure and um, the foundation that each one of those individuals instilled in me. From my high school experience, I mentioned it earlier, went to Southeast High School, absolutely loved my high school experience just for the simple fact that my high school years was an opportunity for me to solidify um, what I learned early on, being able to apply it, and then just hone in on some of my passions. I um, Specifically academics. Academics was a big deal for me because it always was coupled with just overall success. And you'll probably hear me say success quite often because that's one of my key terms. What you owe that cheese and my little book, My little bookworm. Hey, look, I have her spell anything, y'all. Like, can you spell this for me, babe? <laughs> like, Jesus, thank you. <laughs> that's my boo. I appreciate everything, babe. You know what I'm saying? My queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But academics was very, very, very crucial. Um, again, mom instilled the qualities to be successful in all realms early on, especially academics, had to stay focused and uh, persevere. So within high school, was a senior class president, also was our uh, senior class valedictorian. I was part of the National Honor Society. And then upon completion of uh, my high school experience, I received a full ride scholarship. Actually, my senior year was a bit tricky as it comes to just what I was going to decide on leaving out of high school. Um, I didn't mention that I was a part of ROTC, the, my entire experience throughout high school, which I absolutely love. The Air Force Division was at Southeast High School at the time, and uh, my sergeant set me up for success. I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved the mission set forth and moving forward with the, with the Air Force. And eventually that, or essentially that was gonna be my goal up until I was actually awarded the Claire Looper Scholarship, which is a full ride scholarship to Oklahoma City University. Absolutely love and adore Clara Lupa being one of the most powerful activists that I admire greatly just for setting the tone, setting the path forward for Absolutely. us as African-American individuals. Absolutely. So that provided me with an opportunity to move forward and, and um, pursue my education. 
Another experience that I truly enjoyed throughout high school was cheerleading. I was a part of the cheerleading squad within high school. I still haven't seen a routine, y'all. I promise you. I'm waiting on my routine. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Riga, do something. Yeah, I don't don't even worry about that. You know, the lady's knee set up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but cheerleading, I absolutely love cheerleading. It was just the gratification within itself of being a part of the squad. Um, as I mentioned earlier, and I probably will continue to mention, I have a passion for equi equipping others with success, encouraging others to persevere and accomplish their goals, and providing them with their resources. And being a part of the cheerleading squad, I was able to do that wholeheartedly through uh, for our squad, for our school, for our community. And um, that was actually gratifying for me. And then above that, I was able to open up break out of my shell and just be me with uh, continuing to enhance my courage and my strength, independency, creativity, and just in building relationships. I was a member for a while. I was a flyer. If you're not familiar with the flyer, the flyer is the one that they toss up in the air, have fun in the air, and do all the unique things in the air. I was pretty good, actually. Absolutely love my stunt group. That the, the group that put me up, we we built our relationships. Did they ever drop you? They didn't ever drop you in practice. No, they was they were solid. Shout out to the uh, stunt group. You sure they didn't drop you on your head? Because sometimes <laughs> I be thinking you got dropped on your head a couple of. I, uh, for uh, real? Okay, that was my my fault. My fault. My fault. All right. Yeah. As I was saying, I absolutely love cheerleading again. Opportunity to be myself, be me, and um, oh, maybe we can get something started with some with some little kiddos. Oh, Brielle, God, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so my college experience again, as I mentioned earlier, I got the full ride scholarship to Oklahoma City University. A uh, full ride, excuse me, Clara Looper scholarship, and in in this. Um, well, within this experience, I was able to be a part of some organizations that helped me kind of navigate my way through college. Being a first-generation college student, you, you um, are trying to find your way, navigate the past. And so within these organizations, Sisterhood of African-American Students and Black Student Association, it provided me that sense of comfort, being around like individuals that was going through the same thing that I was going through, being able to persevere and push forward. I obtained my bachelor's degree in kinesiology, biomechanics. And then, as I mentioned, academics was a big deal. I wanted to ensure that I was getting the necessary resources while obtaining uh, my studies at OCU. I was also working to get additional sciences and kind of just enhance my skills at Oklahoma City Community College. So shortly after I graduated from OCU, I also obtained um an associate's degree in general science from, from OCCC. Nice. Ultra. So overall, my career goals, who I am, um, it took me a while to navigate, navigate the path and kind of hone in, select, you know, kind of get that sense of, yes, this is what I love. This is my passion. This is what I would love to do and push forward with my career goals. So as I mentioned, I have a passion for equipping others with success. In the midst of my experience, I was able to kind of get a glimpse of STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. And this has kind of been my path forward in all areas. Um, educationally, 
professionally, career-wise. And um, I honed in a little bit more on the technology side because, as I said, education, love it, equipping others with their resources. But I also love the, the piece of technology where you have to just or you can just jump in and figure it all out. So with those combined is educational technology, and that's kind of the the capacity that I'm in right now. If I continue to push forward with that, I would love to be the highest level within that sector, chief learning officer. I would even like to take the knowledge and the resources that I have, maybe start my own STEM school, and also hopefully we can get this started pretty soon. I would love to start some type of educational programming, maybe a podcast, mm. a, a show of some sort. Uh, with just the opportunity to learn with Dr. Rika. So mm-hmm. take the resources that I have. Do it like Dr. Rika, right? And share them with everyone, all age groups. We'll figure out the logistics there, but it will be great to share this information and uh, train and equip you all with, with the best of the best. Look at that. There you have it, folks. Give it up for Dr. Rika. I told you her story is powerful. She got a lot of stuff to offer. Come on, man. Keep it going. Keep it going. Give it up for Dr. Rika, the one and only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Hey, it's all good. Hey, I'm your, I'm your number one fan. So anybody else, you can take a back seat. You know what I'm saying? I'm number, hey, powerful story. She, she really only gave y'all a snippet, man. This young lady is so smart. I'm so in love with her. And most importantly, I'm in love with her spirit, her soul her godly ways. So that's pretty cool. Now it's my turn. Okay, Dr. Carlos. Give me a drum roll. (laughs) Let's get off into my story. Let's see what we got to talk about. Oh, there I am. Hey, my name is Dr. Carlos M. Robinson. M stands for Miguel. Kind of rounds with Gabriel. Maybe we can have twins. (laughs) So we're trying to get some twins. (laughs) No. (laughs) she don't want she want twins she gonna have 10 i don't know all right so let's hear about my story (laughs) dr rica don't want to have twins we might we'll see we'll go for it let's check this out first Uh, i know right (laughs) so look i grew up on the northeast side of oklahoma city born and raised on the east side went to all east side schools we're talking about dunbar elementary talking about martin luther king creston hills with the moon middle school and douglas high school Man, the East Side, such a rich culture. I mean, this is where the African-Americans stay, the black folks, people of color. This is where we were really kind of born and raised um, as far as in the state of Oklahoma. Rich history, strong foundation. Now, guess what? You still have to have strength to survive. So this is a house that I grew up in. We just tore that house down and we actually building a new home there. It's going to be a beautiful home. So watch our story and follow that. Super excited about that part. Uh, so definitely follow that story. It's going to be pretty cool. But on the east side, <laughs> you have to survive. I mean, you got to understand if you it's a, if it's a hood, you, everybody's trying to survive and make the most of themselves and do the best that they can do. And the people that I had an opportunity to look up to to help me navigate that was my family. Super excited about how my dad has overcome so much. Now, unfortunately, he had a rough go at it starting his life. His history is really deep, but he suffered from a couple of diseases, alcoholism and drug addiction and you know, you know everything to go with it. So if you have a family member that's going through it, continue to pray for him. But I'm so proud of my dad for overcoming, been about 15, 20 years clean, fine, flying straight. So I'm super proud of him. But things that he taught me was not to have to do anything. 
So now in life, I really do everything to the fullest. You know what I mean? I really push myself to be the best that I can be. And it'd be tiresome, but at the same time, it'd be worth it. He also told me to be the best in life. He always says something like, life don't go backwards. And I like, what are you talking about? Like, then I started to realize as I became a young adult, you can't go back and do anything that you've done in the past. Whatever you do, you got to you have suffer the consequences or, or reap the benefits of your, your, your doings. And so I learned to just do it right the first time. You know, some strong things that he provided me. Now, with my mom, I remember she was working two or three jobs trying to make ends meet. She had to really be the backbone of the family to be able to provide for us and make sure we had food on the table and got what we needed to be able to be successful. One thing I really appreciate about my mom is that love, that unconditional love that she instilled in us. Like she loves to be able to help and serve from a godly standpoint. And that was amazing. Now I got that quality. I took that. So I need that because my mom brought in all my friends, anybody that needed somewhere to stay. She was that person, open the home, open her heart. And then most importantly, she prayed for us and she continued to pray for us to this day. And so I respect a lot of that about my mom. Now, I'm the youngest of three. I got an older brother and an older sister. My older brother is a genius. This guy's like the smartest person I ever met in my life. Just the way he think, his mindset. Hopefully, he'll do a podcast with me and just kind of y'all can hear what I'm talking about. So a lot of the thought processes and the developments that I have, got it from my ace. So shout out to my ace for all that he's poured into me. But some of the two key things that he poured into me is to have confidence in myself. To be able to have confidence in myself and just believe in myself and not let anybody tell me anything different. You know, God is telling me you've been equipped with these things. You move forward as God has trained you and taught you to do. And I appreciate my brother for instilling that confidence in me. Also, he taught me about having strength and being strong through it all. So much. He went through so much. He sacrificed a lot for us. He's the oldest. So he's about seven years apart. So he's, you know, my mom had him at a young age. He had an opportunity to see so much, being exposed to so much, grow so fast, kind of similar to Dr. Rika yeah. in our story. But he paved the way and he really kind of took a lot of the lashes that I didn't have to take. And so I'm so proud to say that, you know, my ace, that's my guy. I thank you for everything that you've done. My older sister is so poetic, man. This young lady is one of the most caring individuals you can meet. I mean, she taught me how to be poetic with my story, to be able to have that type of walk in life to just say, yeah, look, I have something to offer and I care and I care about people and I care about people caring about me. Sometimes people, I don't care what you think. No, this is not my sister. My sister is one of those individuals that care about you enough to make sure you caring about her to the highest capacity. And so that Southern hospitality is what she gave me and instilled into me. So I welcome people into my life and so on and so forth. It came from my sister. She taught me those great things, that that feeling of just really appreciating folks. And so that's my family there, y'all. Love my family dearly. Uh, Don't regret anything that we've been through. I'm super excited about uh, what, what we were able to accomplish and look they pushed me to the top and now i'm a doctor how cool is that and amazing oh thank you baby hey so <laughs> the way i survived the streets was a dance crew called sex mob now for people in oklahoma they know exactly what it is they still be making these things a fancy name we thought it'd be catchy for the girls i remember when they were making it up now look i was gang banging from fourth grade 
all the way through middle school. And then Sex Mob came along, my cousin and his good friend. They developed this group, dance group, and I seen an avenue. Some guy gave me a just a feeling like this is our way out. Like we watched our older brothers go through this gang banging stuff and, you know, trying to kill each other and getting locked up. And it was just a lot trying to survive and everybody trying to survive in the same environment. But dance was an avenue out. And luckily I had the opportunity to lead the group. So there was opportunity for me to enhance a possible outlet for us to be able to survive the hood. So we won many talent shows. Uh, we, we were like local celebrities. People were following us around in the mall. It was so crazy. I'm not over-exaggerating this. No. It was just kind of like, oh. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But people, it was just, it was humbling to see. <laughs> uh, we also had to travel with our talents and got an opportunity to go with a local uh, artist in Tulsa, Tony Estes, shout out to her and Billy Estes, gave us opportunity to go on tour with them. So proud of all of that and that what we had the opportunity to accomplish during our dance days. But most importantly, we built a brotherhood, a strong brotherhood. These are like my brothers. I love them for life. You know what I mean? And we created a support system that many of us didn't have in the household. So some of us may have not had our dad in the household or our mother in the household, but we were able to come to together as a dance crew and be able to provide for each other and survive, right? High school took a toll on me. So my brother went through some things uh, during my high school years and kind of just set me back, took a toll on me, felt me, made me feel a little bit at loss. You know, our great grandmother passed away right when I was graduating from high school. I mean, middle school, going into Douglas High School. But luckily, we had nurturing staff at Douglas High School. Shout out to all the nurturing staff. We're going to honor those. We got a legendary teachers and staff member um, for Douglas High School. Our 20 year reunion this year was going to be pretty cool. That's but, awesome. Yeah, I know. Right. Was, I'm so shout out to Dante Stephanie, my classmate. He's he's definitely p- putting this on for us. And we appreciate it because we need to honor these individuals. But family like atmosphere at Douglas High School. One of the biggest pieces was that dance class for me. And it was a dance class, Miss Shelley. Shout out to Miss Shelley uh, for having this dance class. This lady sat me down and told me I was special. It was the first time somebody really kind of outside of my family told me I was special and it felt different. And I appreciate her for that and told me that I could be something. So really my sophomore, uh, junior and senior, I mean my junior and senior year, I just kind of turned on the light switch and I said, I'm gonna go off and be successful. And all of these individuals, so many people, the ones that we'll be honoring next week, actually, uh, they will be the one, the ones that I would say, look, I can tell you to your face. The reason why I'm successful is because you pushed me to be there. And then my counselor introduced me to college. She said, what college are you going to? And I'm like, mm, college of squares. I'm good on that. She kind of looked at me like, well, flipping burgers ain't the best thing either. So I did it anyways, took fall off, flip burgers and then ended up. College looked a little more important to me, so I went off into college uh, that spring semester. I started my college journey at Oklahoma City Community College. Super excited about that. My OCCC family, so many mentors came from there. But I was a president of Black Student Association. I used some of those leadership skills that I got from the dance group and went off and put it in the BSA. And we won a lot of things. We're super proud of our accomplishments. Student body president worked my way up and people honored me with their position and and voted me in to be the student body president. Got my associate's degree in business, becoming the first in my family to graduate from college, my immediate family to graduate from college. So that was pretty cool. My mom cried like a baby, too. It It was emotional for me as well. 
but all of my mentors, shout out to all of my mentors from OCCC. I transferred to Oklahoma City University and had an opportunity to practically be on a full ride transfer scholarship to the Minder School of Business, one of the most prestigious schools in the state. Shout out to OCU. Got highly involved there. Black Student Association president, senior of the year. I've done a lot of just great things uh, when I was in my undergrad. Graduated with a bachelor's degree in the business administration with an emphasis on marketing and management. Guess who cried then? Yeah, it was my turn. I, I couldn't yeah, that's help it. A big deal, yeah, man. it was huge. It was huge. I, I got got all teary eyed because the first time I really felt alive, to be honest, it was like, man, I feel like I can actually do something with my life. And then and even was, with that, just your leadership. Yeah. I admire your leadership. Your Appreciate leadership that, baby. Oh, look, she tried to mac on me, y'all. Watch out. <laughs> I think you like me. You like me. Okay, you taking it back? No, you already should. <laughs> so that's where my structure of a business mindset, I think business, customer service, quality business, that's where I got my business mindset from those two institutions, especially at OCU from the Minor School of Business. Now my career goals. As I start to wrap up my little story here. So I had an opportunity to work at OCCC for several years in enrollment management, student services, got all the way up to assistant director of recruitment. And then I got my first directorship at Langston University, Oklahoma's first and only HBCU. So I was a director of admissions, recruitment and outreach programs for about four and a half years. Got opportunity to serve thousands of students, giving them opportunity to go to go to college and do something with their lives. And that was such a blessing. It had my, a huge impact. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I'm so proud of things that I was able to accomplish at Langston University. And now my next goal, vice president, obviously needing to work my way up to the next levels. I feel like I have so much to offer, so much to bring to the table. So in this higher education sector, I will you know, look to be the next you know, vice president of an institution. Ultimately, my goal is to be a president of a college or a university. So that's my first goal. So if I can reach that goal, stay in higher education, God willing, that that's definitely what I will, will become because I desire to do so and God will lead me in that path. Mm-hmm. Now, if God want to change my steps, as we talked about it, we talked about opening up our own school. So we mess around and open up our own school. I think we have enough knowledge, the business, the education, all of these things to open our own school. And that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, if that doesn't work, I got a lot of plans. You got to have a bunch of plans, folks. Be a CEO ABC, of a four. Yeah, just like that, right? I took one of them off. But maybe a CEO of a Fortune 500, 400 company or something along those lines that paved their way um, in doing some great things in the community. I wouldn't mind going to a a company and working my way up and hopefully leading at the highest capacity. It's not about having the power or anything like that. I just learned that I'm a natural born leader and I have a great, great story to tell. And I continue to inspire people to take their story to the next level. So that's what Dr. Rika and I are doing with our stories. And hopefully you t- you're tuning in with us. Now, with that being said, that's my story, folks. Appreciate it. Okay, Appreciate okay. it. Come on, man. Give me a little something. Hey, give me some love. Thank you. Thank- Very impactful story. No, no. I like your story. Your story is special. No, I and- like yours. Best. All right. Well, hey, look. <laughs> What about our story? <laughs> oh, let me go first because see. No, nah, wait a minute. Hold up. Before she jump in, folks, she tried to get my number first. Don't listen. <laughs> I had to throw that out there, folks. <laughs> she tried to get my number first. Uh, uh, don't listen. 
Don't even listen to that. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm messing with you. So we met at OCU, Oklahoma City University. <laughs> we crossed paths. So you want to talk about your little paper that you had to write over me? You know what I'm saying? I had to write over you. Yeah, I mean. So I chose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I thought you wanted to do it. I don't know. <laughs> we originally crossed paths. <laughs> OCU. And being a part of Black Student Association together. Yeah. Carlos, Dr. Carlos, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on that name. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Dr. Carlos actually was the president of BSA at the time. Fast forward into this uh, phrase here, Rika's English assignment. So at, <laughs> at the time in English class, we were required to uh, write a paper over someone that we admired, a leader that we admired. It had to be, if I'm not mistaken, someone within OCU's campus. Everyone was going for the norm. And I was thinking to myself, hmm, who can I choose? That Someone unique. Yeah. <laughs> someone different. Yeah, you know, you know, you Someone that I admire. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I said, hmm, maybe I can do it over the president of BSA. Damn. Carlos. That's me. Come on, folks. Carlos. Give it to me. <laughs> so, excuse me. Told within, within this assignment, had to obviously set up the, the interviews, get to know this individual, um, study their life story, life history, kind of just writing pretty much um, a biography on this individual. And I'll let you take over some. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now, in all seriousness, we found out that we had so much in common. And that's really what set us up for just hanging out as friends. We started off as friends, wasn't dating or anything. Just like, hey, kind of cool. Let's hang out. We start hanging out. We start really connecting with each other just on a whole different level. We became best friends. Like, we really had concerns and care about each other and so many other things. Then eventually, <laughs> we figured it out. Like, we're in a relationship. I think this is a relationship. So, I, I guess you're my girlfriend or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't know what to call it because I was like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship. You know how that go, people. But long story short, you know, we ended up falling in love with each other, just out of mad respect for each other. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was a great experience starting off our relationship just for all based off of friendship first. Now, when we got together, we said, let's start setting some relationship goals, like them serious goals that people don't even think about. Like, I don't want to go back to school and all. No, why not? You get one life to live. Either you live it to the fullest or you waste it. And we wasn't planning mm. on wasting it. Mm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Either you live it to the fullest or you waste it. And we ain't planning on wasting none of it. And we sharing it with y'all. So hopefully y'all be doing it like the doctors soon. Hint, hint. That'll be one of our episodes. But <laughs> we fell in love, set these relationship goals, and we went off and we said we're going to get master's degrees. So Dr. Rika got... A master's of education and administration and leadership. Absolutely. Congratulations on that one. Appreciate it. That's big. A master's degree. And then we then I went off and got an MBA. That's a master's of business administration. So give me some come on, man. That's a big deal. MBA? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Got that business. I didn't miss one class either, man. They should have gave me a perfect attendance. That's with accounting, huh? Oh. Oh, watch out. 
Uh-oh. Yeah. NBA, that's a big deal. <laughs> Stay away from that accounting. That accounting had me like, uh, <laughs> couldn't do it. And then guess what, folks? We decided to set one of the largest bars possible. And we went into the same doctorate program, a doctor of education with the emphasis on administration and leadership. And we completed our doctorates together. That's why we're doctors. Do it like the doc. Come on, give us some love. Appreciate that. Really congratulations, give, yeah, absolutely. Dr. Carlos. No, Dr. Rika, congratulations to you. Appreciate I'm proud of you because this is huge. First doctors in our entire family's history. But shout out to everybody that supported us along the way. Our families, our friends, our mentors. These people poured into us and told us that we can be possible. And so that's what. Mr. and Mrs. Focus is now Doctors Focus. You know what I'm saying? We did it together. We literally live in a life like a movie. I mean, it feels like a movie, and it's really all blessings and honor to God. Uh, yep. Amen. Absolutely. Blessings and honor to God and what he's instilled in us. And so we got so many major plans. I mean, we've traveled. We've done things. We're going to share all of this stuff with you, so stay tuned in. So, But most of these plans are God's plan, and whatever is in God's will, Will is going to be the way, right? Yes, sir. So, Dr. Rico, tell them about a little bit about our career aspirations. We we already kind of mentioned them. <laughs> yeah. Overall, just continue. Oh, look, no. She she want to take another one. Look, our <laughs> overall goal in, in careers is really reaching the highest levels that we can reach so we can impact more people. That's really the ultimate goal. Uh, so you heard about our, our, our goals in life and what we want to do and what we thought about doing. So hopefully you stay tuned in with that. And if you know some folks that got a door open for folks that like us, that's really ready to do something major with their company. Come on, man. We need to work for somebody that's really just ready to pour off into us as much as we pour off into you. Yes. And so yes, that's kind of more so our career aspirations, reaching those highest levels so we can serve at the highest capacity. And then now we're building a house. Now I get to talk about building a house. <laughs> this is our favorite part. She's really building this house. Y'all see videos I make. Dr. Rika's building it. Yeah. Check out our pages. Check out Dr. Carlos's videos. Before he started, be like, Dr. Rico, what is this again? What step is this? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm building. I'll be telling my secrets. She really is. I'm, I'm just, just kind of like, she, we getting down through there together. But it's she an amazing experience. Uh, truly grateful and blessed for the opportunity. And I am, as I mentioned earlier, very technical, so I love all aspects of the phases of building the house. And eventually, whenever we're able to kind of give you a glimpse, go in a little bit deeper, we can teach you, teach you all just what it looks like in the steps from start to finish. It's an amazing process. Can't wait to share the final product. We got an episode, building the house, coming up. I don't know what number it is. It's down at the bottom, so hopefully we finish by then, but yeah. we're going to tell you all about it. And then I'm very, 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 very excited for this one. Although we do not have any children of our own just yet, we have three amazing godchildren. My babies, y'all. My babies. <laughs> so proud of them. Absolutely love. We have Legend, who is eight months. Little baby Legend. Shout out to Legend. We have Bree Bree. Brielle, and she is in the second grade. Wow. Yes. I she was a baby. Amazing. We'll have to share some pictures. Actually, maybe we should have some special guests. What do you think? Hey, maybe. 
And then we have one that actually just graduated from college. Shout Whoa. out to Kayla. Shout out to Kayla. Super proud of her. Man, she looked like she could be our own. This young lady is amazing. You're going to be able to see all of the things. We're going to share some of her stuff, her music. She can sing and all of that. That's pretty cool. So we yes. look forward to being able to share our God babies with y'all, man. We're Such so a blessing. Uh, oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, we don't have any of our own, but... We uh, would love to have two of our own, and we're also even considering possible adoptions. But uh, again, God's plan. Just kind of moving with his footsteps. Absolutely. Now you're right in the middle of our start of our podcast series of Do It Like the Doctors LLC. We're a legit company. We've done every step that we needed to do. We got, you know, our our EIN number official. So know that (laughs) when you support us, you're giving it to a real business. And really our ultimate goal is to create content to inspire others. And that's why we say do it like the doctors. We couldn't think of anything. I came up some cheesy name didn't I I said what are the doctor's <laughs> real revelations or something she's like real revelation no Let's it, <laughs> she did me and she told me that wasn't gonna work so I had to turn that one off y'all but we came up with do it like the doctors and really we're not telling you what to do we're just saying that we created a blueprint of how to reach these success. We've been through so many trials and tribulations. You're here through our, our podcast episodes, but we made it and we persevered and we're willing to ter- tell you about it. You just got to tune in and listen up. Also, we want to have some family time. Man, we miss our family. You know, us bringing a family back together and not to say this to knock anybody that's currently here, but you know how it is when your grandparents pass away. Man, families just kind of, I don't say they break apart, but it it's just, yeah, it's just kind of like we don't bring that Sunday dinner type of feel. So our goal now that we're free from our doctorate programs, our education, Ooh. we're going to bring our family back together. And we've already done a bunch of amazing things. But this beautiful house that we're going to build, they gonna, we ain't going to be able to get them up out of here. So I think that's really, really going to be how we bring the family together. <laughs> like, hey, you got to go. <laughs> but we look forward to it. And that's pretty cool. And then next year. Next year, we are celebrating 10 years of marriage. Come on, man. Give us some love. Y'all got to show some love. Y'all ain't showing enough love. (laughs) 10 years. I'm pretty sure Dr. Carlos wants to chime in. But actually, yeah, you gonna try. I want to, but I'm gonna. Because I like, I actually like when you explain it. You, it just kind of touches the soul a little bit. <laughs> but we, uh, we actually vowed to renew our vows every five years. Um, so we actually had a vow renewal, and we'll share that on a future podcast. Uh, but we renewed our vows five years in, and so this is the next five to go around. Just making that promise to each other to continue to fulfill. That that lifelong that lifelong blessing actually that God just brought us together. It's God's path, God's will. And so we're just continuing to uphold that promise. Absolutely. Every five years. Every five years. I couldn't have said it better, babe. I appreciate that. I think it just rekindles our love. And and that's definitely love and respect and renewing those vows, those specific things that we said in our vows and just staying true to that. So I appreciate that. Now we're looking at also talking to power couples. We always get this and it's so humbling to hear, you know, some some distinguished people tell us this, y'all power couple, y'all power couple. And I heard it about a hundred times before I just like, I guess we are doing some amazing things, (laughs) but we're not the only ones. We know that it's several people 
in this community, in the Oklahoma community, there are power couples. And our goal is to interview those folks. So go to our link and you've got somebody you want to nominate. You can nominate a power couple that we should interview. And we'll when we get closer to that, it's closer to our end of our season one. But we'll interview some power couples so you can hear their stories and what they've done and how they overcame and they're accomplishing some of their great things. And that's even going that's on. found a little bit broader. Not, I mean. Globally, yeah. if you want to, man. let's do it. Let's hey. do it. It's so many people in this world. There's a couple that's doing some amazing things, and we want to share their stories as well. So that's season two. So get ready for that. We already talking it in existence. That'll be at the top of next year. But at the same time, let's get these power couples in the seats to ask them some key questions. The power five questions is what we created. Mm-hmm. So mentor programs for the youth. Oh, oh yes. So we um. I can't do. Oh, actually, we did mention it coming in. Um, just some future podcasts, but we again, we're both engraved in our community, and even to just the 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 aspect around equipping others, giving back, and just setting the path forward for those individuals that look like us, equipping them with the resources that they need. And so we plan to um, start our own mentoring programs, just overall focusing on that mentorship and um, guiding those young, the guiding the youth. Absolutely. Um, Youth development is key. Then obviously we got all of this knowledge. We got to put it in some books autobiographies. I know somebody who know how to write an auto. Hit me up. So autobiographies, a joint <laughs> book. I mean, you heard Dr. Rika's STEM books. I can do business. I mean, we, we like a book of knowledge. Why not put it in a book? No pun intended. So <laughs> we're looking to write books. And then also, again, a monastery. Mm-hmm. How, how could we do it? We, a Montessori would be a great opportunity for us to teach people just kind of our upbringings and kind of weed out things that don't really make sense or we have to struggle through and just mm-hmm. teach a youth or even adults how to get to that next level. So that's pretty much our major plans at this time. How cool was that? Very cool. Now Can't that, stress enough the fact that giving back. This absolutely. Is in our, huge. In our it is huge. And I love to do it with Dr. Rika. So look, this is probably going to be our longest podcast, but we had to give you everything that we can tell you about us. So hopefully you follow us moving forward. Our next episode, this is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Why college? Our <laughs> educational journey. Yeah, why? I'll tell you the why. <laughs> like, why did y'all do that? Why how did and how, right? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? So what we want to do is thank you so much for listening. Give yourselves a round of applause for being here listening to do it like a doctor shout out to dr rica my lovely co-host i am dr carlos look with that being said we ask for you to keep it focused and have a delightful day appreciate y'all peace out next week do it like the doctors follow us so y'all won't lose and miss out on anything give me a hug baby